And now, live from Isolation Station in Burbank, California, it's the Plague Week 13 of the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. She's a comedian who met her fiancé on the celebrity dating app, Raya, which was great news for her and sad news for Polly Shore. It's Jackie Johnson. And he's a writer who has recently given up carbs, which means if he's anything like my wife, he'll soon start getting annoyed with me over the tiniest bullshit. It's Jordan Morris. Tone Zone is enjoying quarantine with his new friends, Peepo and Newt, a stuffed sock and a tennis ball on a stick. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying march on down the love street and shout hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, we'll have the good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the wavy pencil pants again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my little gooey butter cakes. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular delicious and mushy sounding carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon! By Andrea Findley. Possibly friendly. I can't read my own writing. Anyway, the reason I was laughing at the very beginning is because uh, during the dancing that we like to do while the theme song was playing, Jackie Johnson was doing all sorts of things, which would like entertain a one-year-old who's into peekaboo, but also like really spoke to me. And my favorite (laughs) being when she leaned down and then lifted up her foot. That was your foot, right? That was my foot. That was not I, an extra foot. Yeah. <laughs> I thought maybe it was Ben's just based on like the, you, like you're just very flexible, aren't you? I guess I'm pretty flexible, but um, just for reference, I have a size eight foot, which is the average size foot of a woman. Um, so if you thought this was a man's foot, I'm offended. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I was like, wow, what dainty femme feet Ben has. <laughs> I really didn't. And plus, it was so close to the camera that throws things off. You know, that's true. That's no, true. it was more like it looked like the it looked like the leg had been like over on the side, and then it came in, and I was just I didn't know there was some you know, stunt I, footwork. That's what I was trying to convey was that it was another <laughs> foot. Um, and I just want to remind everybody: if you want to see that video, you're going to have to go to Allison's Patreon, Patreon, <laughs> or Wiki Feet. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm on WikiFeet. I'm on. Are Wiki you feet. really? Oh yeah, yeah. What an honor. Um, that's so. Let's get to that. Uh, but allow me to just because you you served that up so beautifully. That's right. I'm on Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Allison Rosen, and the only place you can see aforementioned video, which includes us dancing. It includes Jackie's dainty foot, which I'm seeing again. And this is week three of my ungothing. I'm wearing pink, but I feel like I went too far because it's like a pink um, cardigan kind of oversized thing. And it just looks like a pink bathrobe, but still it's me in pink, which no one has ever seen ever. I would like to say hello to my guests. One of them contacting us from Delaware. She's on Wikifeet, host of Natch Butte. <laughs> it's Jackie Johnson. Hello. So much is going on, isn't it? It really is. We've got to get into all of it. Also, super excited to have Jordan Morris on the show. Hi, good to be here. And actually, How's it I going? actually good and I actually I I actually logged on to your Patreon page and um when Jackie did her business with the foot, I just got a note that 
Quentin Tarantino subscribe for a thousand dollars a month? <laughs> oh wow! It's the special Quentin level. Wow! Yeah, yeah. It's We've only for him. For him. <laughs> and Tony, hello, hello. You know I have shoes on. I, I know. Say, let's yeah. see those feet. Yeah, you know that's a, we've talked about it on the show before. I'll, I'll, let's almost, see the nasty never, tootsies. Let's see the play. nasty tootsies. <laughs> so when I worked at Time Out New York, I don't know why we were writing an article about um, foot actors, people whose feet you see in films, but we had to come up with a headline. And there was this woman. I should actually be careful because I was about to say there was this woman who had a very um, how would I describe her personality, like polarizing personality but she had this crazy gift for writing headline copy that's like either puns or plays on words and i don't know it was like it's not a linear way of thinking it's like it just pops into your head and i remember she walked to the bathroom and she came back and she's like so remember it's an article about foot actors she's like i've got it tootsie rolls wow (laughs) (laughs) that's right but then At a certain point, there was like a move away from that kind of headline. Um, And I remember her feeling like the new editor-in-chief, like, he doesn't even get what I do. But I have to admit, it's a real talent. One that I did did not have it. Like, I completely lacked it. Anyway, Jackie, discuss you being on Wookiee. I can't even say Wookiee Feet. (laughs) Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia is a very different website, uh, one I also enjoy. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not on Wikipedia yet, but you never know. Um, I found it. How did I find it? I think I googled Jackie Johnson bikini mm-hmm. just to see if there was anything there, and there is. Um, Lauren Lapkus and I got paparazzi when I was in Hawaii last year. Oh, when she and, was filming the wrong Missy, mm-hmm, and we did not know they were there. They had a big zoom lens and they got a bunch of pictures of us. So if anybody wants to find those, go ahead. But, um, then when I was just going through the photos, I, I saw like one of my old Instagrams and it was Wikifeet. So somebody pulled my Instagram pictures and put them on Wikifeet. I mean, you're probably on it too. Like it's crazy. I'm they pretty good just, about not putting my feet out there. Yeah, but it was just like a picture of me like walking on the beach and they zoomed in on my feet. You know, I, I haven't taken any like explicit feet photos for the internet, right. but they, they, they kind of take liberties. And did you feel violated by that or how'd you feel? No, and I, have, I have nice feet. I don't mind sharing. <laughs> um, there are Alison Rosen bikini photos, but it's not me. There's an Alison Rosen, is she a weight bodybuilder? So sometimes well, when people Google me, <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, strong woman. She's very, very strong. She's very like shiny and very muscly. I will occasionally get a like a thirsty Twitter at from someone who maybe thinks I'm Jordan Morris, the soccer player. Oh, there's What's he like. Uh, uh, he oh, he's a handsome young man. Um, How are his feet? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I would imagine that since he plays soccer, that they would be powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like banged up, like a dancer's feet. I would imagine yeah. they'd be a little smushed. Right, like a like a, a blacksmith's hands. Yes, <laughs> they're worn. This man is. This man works with his feet. Right, <laughs> those feet are worth a lot of money too. Yeah, yeah, insured by Lloyd's of London, I think. Mm. Tony um, is. But yes, there are a lot of people who are uh, horny for that particular soccer man. I gotta look him up. <laughs> yeah, good looking guy. Nice guy too. I I had a I had a, a little Twitter exchange with him and it was a lot of fun. That's nice. And now I love him. 
Does and, he? And do I, think, I, now I'm sending the uh, thirsty tweets. <laughs> do you think he gets thirsty tweets from people who are like, I loved Bubble? Oh, uh, I don't. I, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb and say <laughs> no. I'm going to go Wait, out on a limb know. and say that. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Tony. Yeah. And yes, I did just cycle through everyone's name to get to you. Yes. <laughs> um, it's just been that kind of day. Is there, there's no other Tony Thaxton's, right? Uh, well, that's yeah. That's the thing is is my last name is not very common. The only time I have ever met a Thaxton that I wasn't related to it was when I lived in Virginia still, and I was car shopping with my parents. My dad was with me, introduces himself to the salesman, and the then introduces me. And the guy looks at me, he goes, "Your name's Tony Thaxton." I said, "Yes." He goes, "Come here," and he made me go to some guy's office. That guy's name was Tony Thaxton. He sold Toyotas in Richmond, Virginia. It's the wow. only other Tony Thaxton I know of. <laughs> wow. Sounds like a pretty cool dude, right? I have two questions. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been tweeted at somebody trying to find him? And what are his feet like? Mm. Uh, no and wonderful. <laughs> high arches, probably. I bet he has yeah. like high arches. Yeah, like oh, yeah. what do you... What say, were you going to say, Jackie? Ex- you, you have to hit the acceleration pedal on the Toyota. Right. Mm. Yeah. Makes sense. You need a you need a forceful foot to power a Toyota. <laughs> you do mine. Yeah, mm-hmm. those are not for your casual driver. Those are sophisticated machines. I know, and they don't tell you that in the ads. Yeah, exactly. Jackie, what did you guys do with your cars? So Jordan might not know. Jackie is from here and just recently escaped to Delaware because she and her boyfriend. Their house, the the condo they were living in in L.A. was too small for the two of them to be doing their work remotely. Her boyfriend was, I forget exactly why, talking to congressmen, but but Jackie's toilet sounds were audible when he was on yeah. important calls. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, you can't have... Yeah, you can't have toilet sounds when you're on the phone with Congress. <laughs> I mean, full transparency, Ben is actually on a call right now with Bradley Whitford and oh. two activists... Because again, I screwed up the time for this. <laughs> I don't know if it's the same time, so he's actually on a Zoom. Hi, Bradley. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Bradley. <laughs> oh, oh no. Oh, oh, I had too much chili. Oh, no. But funny You're enough, not I, had going to, there. I did have to sneak by to get my equipment because all my equipment was upstairs, and I was like, pretend I'm not here. <laughs> so I still managed to screw it up, even without having to fart. Tony, did you just play a fart drop? Sure did. So there should be a fart teehee drop, unless Jeff always played the fart and then the teehee separately. Hmm. That would take some. That would take some digging. Okay, it's not worth. It's not <laughs> worth it. Um. So anyway, Jackie, yes, your cars are they here? What'd you do? They're yeah, they're just sitting in L.A. I'm not going to be gone that much longer. We're coming back the last week of June. We're coming back like June 28th or something. Oh, I didn't realize you had a return date set. I thought you were just indefinitely yeah. there. Well, I would like Same. to stay here, but um, I don't know. We should, go, we should get back, I guess. I mean, I don't think I've... This is kind of an Alison Rosen exclusive. <gasps> Wait, there's something we the play. Yeah, when we do an exclusive. Tony Thaxton! I don't think I've shared this publicly, but we're selling our house in L.A. Um, so that's another reason why we left town was so they could show our place. Oh. And so, did you find a? Did you get a buyer? Maybe that's um, well, not to be shared um, yet. Maybe who knows? Yeah, I'm going to keep that okay. tight to the vest. I'm going to keep that tight to the vest. But but sure. that was another reason we left was so that they could show the place safely. 
That makes sense. Well, I'm excited you're coming back, even though in my mind you were like living this Delaware beach lifestyle for a long time. It feels like we've been here five minutes, but we've already been here over three weeks. And, and I have been living the Delaware beach life. I've been going to the beach almost every day and drinking I, lovely wine and biking and having a lovely time. I'll be honest. It's been lovely. <laughs> I, I didn't know that Delaware was known for its beaches. What are, what are the beaches like? I did not know that either, Jordan. I knew nothing about Delaware other than the Wayne's World joke. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, yeah. maybe I'll say something about that Wayne's World joke, or maybe <laughs> she's heard it one bazillion times. Well, I'm that's sorry. I knew. What's the joke? Uh, there's a there's a part in Wayne's World where they're using a green screen to like pretend they're in different cities, and like they put them in New York, and they're like, "Hey, I got a gun. Let's go to a Broadway show." And then so they're doing like stereotypes from all the different places, and then they, they put do up Texas, Delaware. They do Hawaii, yeah. And then uh, they put up Delaware, and then Wayne just goes, "Hi, I'm in Delaware." <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Wayne's World holds up. Maybe it's got some problematic stuff. I don't know. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Wayne's World holds up and better. We watched it the other day randomly, and I was laughing at everything. I was laughing at things I've never laughed at, and it's my favorite movie, and I've watched it a thousand times. I I highly recommend watching it. I didn't know it was your favorite movie. Yeah, there's a whole story behind that. Basically, when my parents got divorced, when I was seven, my mom bought me like a guilt present. So she bought me a TV with the built-in VCR. And the only oh. movie, mm. the movie that I would watch every single night going to bed was Wayne's World. So it's just like embedded in my psyche. I know the whole movie by heart. Uh, I was I was lamenting with some friends the other day that that they so rarely do those kind of like, like comedy stars don't do big character comedies anymore. Like... Um, yeah, like Wayne's World and, uh, you know, all the Jim Carrey stuff, which eh, maybe some of it doesn't hold up great. But like that is that kind of movie is really fun. It's like it feels like all all our big comedy stars want to look cool in their movies. So they're not being goofy characters. It's uh, it's interesting. It's a bummer. I kind of I, I, I really like those. Yeah. Anyway. Not a they, not a not a huge very, revelation, very, but <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with that. But they're very, very deeply committed, and I don't think I under maybe I just didn't have the appreciation at the, earlier in my life. But like, you need to watch Dana Carvey. Watch Dana Carvey yeah. because we're always watching Wayne, but Garth is so nuanced, and every word out of another character's mouth, you see his little mind like thinking about it, and it is just I was dying. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, he really Garth really seems to have been through trauma. Like yes. that's really what it reads as. It's like yes. Garth something happened in Garth's past and he's <laughs> and he's constantly dealing with it. Yeah. <laughs> I need to rewatch this sh- this movie. It, there was two of them, right? Or three? Yeah, and two. I and I don't know if Jordan agrees. I think Wayne's World Two might be better than the first. I kind it's been of a while agree. since I. It's been a while since I've seen it, but uh, I didn't remember as a kid. I was just so I I lost my shit because they had a like Jurassic Park joke in it. There's a part where like Wayne yeah. looks mm-hmm. at a cup of water and it like makes the you know water ripple motion. And I think at that time I was just so I just only wanted to think and talk about Jurassic Park. So I think that. <laughs> That made it the best movie I had ever seen because yeah. it mm-hmm. referenced the That's other fair. best movie I had ever seen. It's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's let's talk a bit about just to take a hard left from Wayne's world to what's going on in in um, our world to the terrible world. Yes. Boy, this so, sure isn't party time. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> no. What's going on now? I'm sorry. This is not wait, party time. Excellent. What's like a Wayne's? Is there something that they say when things? 
take a when things get dark or when things get sad or when things get intense? Oh, mm. I don't know. Let's see. Jackie would they know. Say, She's got the whole they movie. They say, we're not worthy. We're not worthy. <laughs> well, maybe we're not when, worthy no. of, do yeah. you feel we're not worthy of Black Lives Matter protests? <laughs> and Absolutely you know what? In a not. way, in a way we are not. Yes. Yeah. Um, so what is it like in Delaware, Jackie? Are there protests? So I assumed there wasn't one here, but there actually was. Um, we drove past it. It was very small, but it is, there is one happening here. I'm in Rehoboth mm-hmm. Beach, which is a, a smaller town, but in um, Wilmington, you know, full-blown, big crowds, the whole situation. Yeah. So Delaware is, is, is uh, involved. Good. Um, you know, I... Not that this is about my emotions at all. So I want to keep me talking about my emotions regarding everything that's going on brief because I feel like that is, um, you know, not the point. But I have been all over the place and I actually am, I'm beginning to feel somewhat maybe hopeful. What about you guys? Like I feel like the movement is so strong that maybe the idea that it'll affect change is not so ludicrous. Yeah, it see it seems like obviously there's a long way to go, but it does seem like some progress is being made. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole Minneapolis, uh, you know, uh, they are defunding the disbanding, police, or, right? Uh, disbanding even. Uh, and I saw yesterday the Portland uh, police chief, I believe, stepped down. I think that's what it was. So, like, uh, just yeah, these little things are popping up here and there that's like okay this seems like right. it's getting somewhere so hopefully. i've also found myself like reconsidering cops and the role of cops and i don't know you know i think like a lot of people prior to this and then we're gonna have some fun you guys <laughs> but <laughs> like a lot of people uh, sorry like a lot of white people prior to this I hadn't given it a lot of thought, but I thought like, you know, cops are there to keep you safe. And if you're, if something dangerous is happening, you want a cop around. Um, look, I, I had seen a lot of Law and Order SVU, and I think we know that Olivia and Elliot are on the right side of things. But then when I really thought about it more, I thought, however, every experience that I've personally had with the cops has been, and thank God I have not had that many, and that it's privilege that I've never been harmed, but they've all been lacking or, you know, none of, none of, none of them made me feel like, Oh, this person is like a really understanding kind person who is there to help. Um, what about you guys? Yeah, I, uh, yeah, that is constant something I realized too. Like, obviously I have, uh, you know, I am, I am the, the doughiest, friendliest looking non-threatening white guy um right. you know i would maybe describe my vibe as cabbage patch kid <laughs> um very non-threatening i would yeah say. so i mean like like obviously i am coming from a a place of crazy privilege mm-hmm. but but yeah i mean I just when you think of you know you know minor interactions with cops like getting pulled over and you know walking by them on the street it's like oh no like these people were 
making me feel threatened intentionally. Like think about getting pulled over. What a weird ordeal it is. Mm -hmm. You know, getting pulled over as a white person is already like a little weird and scary. And then like to think about if you, you know, if you were black, how much worse that would be. And yeah, that that definitely like, like, yeah, I guess, I I guess I have never known the default of a cop to be nice, helpful person, but Mm -hmm. you know, intimidating asshole. And then like, Oh, think how, 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 dialed up a thousand percent that must be for non-white people right um yeah i was talking to a friend of mine is a public defender um and so has a, a lot a lot of thoughts about cops and about the justice system and i was saying like i'm i'm confused are all cops assholes are they all sociopaths have you ever met one who who you felt like has a heart and she said yes i have but for the most part cop culture is to look the other way um to not turn in your peers and uh that it's fund they take part in a fundamentally racist institution which that much i didn't really realize and and that was tony you tweeted about the john oliver special this week yeah. right mm-hmm. the john the episode yeah of- yeah of John Oliver's show, and he kind of went into must that. Must watch TV, yeah. On YouTube. The full episode is on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tony, have you been? Have you had experiences with the cops? And Jackie, I'm going to ask you too. Uh, no. And again, yeah, I can say you know, obviously, very privileged. I'll be the first to admit that I, you know, I heard lots of stories. Uh, never witnessed anything really personally. Uh. You know, it's it's just with everything coming coming up now that we're seeing, you know, mm-hmm. clear cell phone footage of what's going on. That's how do you deny that? And uh, so you know, yeah, I did. I think for I'll admit that for way too long, I just kind of I think similar to what you were saying of just like, oh yeah, they're they're here to protect us, and you know, they're they're good. Yeah, sure, there's good, some bad ones. You know, you always hear that argument, which now I'm I'm. I've definitely been flipped where I'm, I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is, this is awful. Like it, it's, I, I just don't understand how anyone can see any of the videos that are coming out and be okay with it. I don't, I feel like this is going to sound really naive, but my reaction when I watch a lot of the videos of the violence at the protest from cops. And I think we've probably all seen, I mean, there's the one with the old man. There's the one where they're in like the Fairfax facts, district just like beating people back is like i just don't i don't understand i don't understand and you know like someone i uh someone i know was a photographer was shot in the thigh with a rubber bullet um and it and it it doesn't seem like they're not that this excuses anything but it doesn't seem like they're issuing a warning and then people aren't listening and then they're attacking it seems like they're just i don't under like are they I don't, are they just unhinged? I, I, do they regard it as a war? I truly don't quite understand on a very basic level what's happening with the cops turning on people at the protests. Yeah, I, I think it's it's so strange to see the videos because I, I really realized that like the default that we're taught growing up is that like if you see a cop doing something to someone, that person probably deserved it. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing that we're taught, you know, from – fucking elementary school field trips or like Richard's scary books where like <laughs> a helpful mouse crosses the street with you, you know, yeah. it's like Paw Patrol. It, yeah. So I think that's, 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 um, you know, it's like, I, I guess I realized I went back and like 
thought about my thinking process about those videos and when I've seen them on the pa- in the past. And it's like, oh boy, I do have to get around a, a, a weird thorn in my brain that says, well, that person was probably doing something, you know, that mm-hmm. so they wouldn't just do that. It's like, well, yeah, it, they would. And, you know, that does... Yeah, it does attract fucking assholes who will do that. So yeah, it's it's uh it's interesting to like think about to think about how I've thought about police in the past. Right. And a lot, you know, how we've been raised and then also all the TV and movies that sure. portray cops as heroic. I don't mm-hmm. know. What about you? What are your thoughts, Jackie? Um, so I was thinking about this a lot and just even the idea of police brutality. I don't think I ever fully understood it um, or saw it. Um, I feel like I've heard the term and I just thought that meant sort of like what Jordan was saying, like, oh, police are a little rough with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I've had no experiences and I can't speak of it, you know. Um, but I think, that it, I think it's they're taking orders from people who are not good. Yeah. And and that's the top the top of the what is it the fish rots from the head from down. From the head down. So I think it's really you know system by system uh what's happening. And and you know the LAPD I've uh, you know the, the, I've heard it's the most corrupt police force in the world. I mean there's so many articles and you know so Really, this is all I, I'm I'm so happy that we're all confronting this and mm-hmm. educating ourselves and everyone's seeing it and waking up to this. And I just hope it's sustained until November. Because yeah, that's when it's really going to matter. And I also keep thinking because of the work that my fiance does, Allison, not boyfriend, honey, don't get it. That's twisted. right. Look at that. Oh, that's what <laughs> I called him before. I'm sorry. Yes, it's fine. I don't care. I hate the word fiance anyway. But, um, you know, he, he's uh, really into civic education and I've learned so much just from being with him. But if they're doing this to people peacefully protesting, imagine what they're going to do to try and suppress the votes. It's going to be fucking ugly. So every person, particularly white people, are going to have to do everything we can to show up and help get people to vote. And that's a lot of things. That's going to be volunteering to run polls. I mean, I was just listening to Ben's talk and they were saying in, I think it was in Atlanta, they were like, oh, sorry, we're only opening 10 polling places because we don't have enough volunteers, which Mm -hmm. was bullshit. But like, we all need to volunteer to run polls. We all need to help and, and drive one state over to the swing states and help. Every state has its own issues. Um, but we have to do everything we can to help. Because they're gonna they're gonna push back hard. Because now they know we're informed. Now they know we want to change shit. They're gonna fucking fight us. So we yeah. need to do everything we can to get everyone's voice heard and get everybody to the polls safely and fairly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard people say that, like in political terms, five is it five months? Is that right? I can't do math right now, but November is really far away. Because yeah. I look five at months. at what's going on and, and I think. Well, if the election was tomorrow, there's no way he would be reelected. Sure. I know, yeah, Bob, the news cycle is so insane. I know that's like a cold take and, (laughs) you know, like, yes, duh, but like it is (laughs) wild how fast the news cycle moves. And yeah, and it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's tough. You know, the human brain can only, you know, sustain passion for something for so long. So yeah, but it's like hopefully this stuff is important enough to where people, you know, 
keep interested in it. And yeah, like you said, like, you know, help out when the time comes and uh, do everything they can. So yeah, it's definitely like, uh, like a challenge to be not ADD with the news for sure. I think that's definitely something that like, I'm going to, you know, keep careful track of with myself. It's like, all right, what do you care about this week? Make sure it's the good stuff that actually matters. Keep yourself accountable. I I was reading an article about like um, white people advocacy burnout. And, uh, you know, because that's the thing, we have to stay this angry and we have to stay this motivated to educate ourselves. And so there were all these different things. So everybody Google that, find some articles, find some um, activists that speak on that, because there were a lot of really great tips, like make lists, um, put things in your calendar, like, oh, don't forget today to do your donations or don't forget. Yeah. Oh, I think I read I must have read the same thing. Yeah. You and I always read the same things. Remember when I quoted that thing about the COVID masks being, and you were like, I read that too. Oh yes. The, the graphic about mm-hmm. how the percentage. Oh yes. Um, yes. I also want to address the, the uh, elephant on the zoom, <laughs> which is we are four white faces talking about this. Sure. Um, and I really want to increase the diversity of voices that I'm having on this show. However, I also want to be careful that anyone I reach out to to come on doesn't feel exploited or objectified. And I feel like right now there's like a good chance that they might if I if my approach is not correct. So that's just so I I just want to address that, though, in case someone is like, okay, but why is it? Why am I? Why am I hearing four white people talk about their experience with the with the cops? I get it. Yeah. Yeah, but it's going to take the white voices to to amplify this and mm-hmm. and you know, um that's who needs to be sp- I mean, obviously I want everyone's voice <clears throat> heard, but but it is our our responsibility to share this. Um, right. With everyone and and you know, learn and and I think talking about how we're learning and talking about our own mistakes and I think it is important. Um so Everyone yeah. should be talking, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's right. and just white people don't don't get distracted by some Star Wars shit in a couple of months. <laughs> if you're mad about something no, Star no. Wars related, there's nothing. There's nothing coming up. That's true. Yes, there's no, <laughs> yeah, no there's check your Star Wars there's release no, schedule wall calendar. <laughs> there's no controversial comic book movie coming out that right. will uh, will rile up the whites to the point where they forget about this. <laughs> Exactly. Did y'all well, see the trailer for Bill and Ted? Oh yeah, yeah no, that's I know another it's uh, big today. character movie that uh, maybe they don't do too much of anymore. Yeah, good to see Bill and Ted. You know, I've never seen Bill and Ted. What? Well, fuck I've... you, fuck <laughs> you, really? You've never seen? Tony, lost you... him. Fuck you, Tony. There goes you never... How advocacy you work. Yourself, it's Tony, gone. Kill yourself. You've never it's seen out. Billy... <laughs> Fucking drink bleach, ass. <laughs> This I hate it when people do this. <laughs> Something I did it. I've never, I've never seen it either. Oh my god! What? Uh, you, you've never. How did you jump out a window? You've never seen fucking Bill. You've ne- They're fine. They're funny. Let's <laughs> see if you get a chance. You'd like it if you like Wayne's World. Yes, I, I, but I question though. Yeah. To what? I'm sure I've seen bits and pieces here and there, but and this is a talk I've had many times with many friends that yeah. are shocked that do what you just did. Uh, Someone did that to me about the movie First Wives Club once. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, let's pretend right now in 2020, uh, I watch Bill and Ted for the first time ever. 
Yeah. Is it, am I going to even enjoy that? Because I feel like I'm probably not this many years later. My guess, I, I have not seen it in a while either. I think I did like a like a dorm lounge viewing in college. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I think there is some problematic stuff in it, which I think one of the writers was nice enough to kind of come out against um, in an interview. Uh, you know, obviously that's like the least you can do, but not something that everyone does. People like stick to their guns in weird ways. So yeah, there's a, like a couple, there's like, you know, a gay slur in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're... I think they're not great about women in in them. So, I mean, I think if you are like, I really want to watch this, you know, keeping in mind that it's an 80s movie and, you know, maybe has some problematic stuff. It's really funny and charming. Like, they're both really funny and charming. It's a well, yeah, cool that's concept. What, that's uh, but also, it's, it's yeah. not essential viewing in, right. in any way. So. Yeah, I just didn't know if, like, I feel like every movie from that era has those problematic things. But, like, yeah. as far like comedy... Comedy, comedy doesn't usually age real well. Sometimes, yeah, but a lot of it I, does not. I, 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 my guess is that the funny stuff in Bill and Ted would still be pretty funny. All right, that's yeah. fair. How many are there? Too like, is this a huge time commitment for me? If uh, I, I th- want to watch them, yeah, you got two. You got Excellent Adventure and you got Bogus Journey. Bogus mm. Journey is pretty wild. Bogus Journey is definitely the first one was successful. So now do anything you want to. There's a big seventh seal parody in it. Um, yeah. So, um, but yeah, they're, uh, uh, they're fun. Have any of y'all seen the Bill and Ted show at Universal Studios? Yes. No. Because I've heard that's problematic. That is pretty wacky. It is both, it is both problematic and um, incompetent. So <laughs> for, for the longest time at Universal Halloween Horror Nights, which is something I really like to go to. It's like Same. Universal's like haunted house spectacular and it's super well done um apart for some racist stage shows um so yeah so like what uh, oh so bill and ted so bill and ted hosts in the past have hosted a show where like two bill and ted like impersonators come out and then they kind of proceed to like roast the year it's kind of one of those things like uh you know they're like whoa bill what are we doing here oh no it's Hillary Clinton and mm. then like a bad Hillary impersonator will come out <laughs> and then she'll like you know d- d- dance to my neck my back and then someone will like kill her like it's just a weird mishmash of here's some things you know and all right. the jokes start as like it's Lizzo or Donald Trump it's just them saying the person and then they come out and then and then yeah and then, and and then all the killed. jokes are then really like bad taste so and this is at Halloween Horror Nights? Uh, Did they do was. this or all They've the time? I feel the, like they stopped it, right? Didn't they like stop it last year or two years it's ago? It's the like, Jabberwockies now. The Jabberwockies oh, are there. And we can, all we can all enjoy yeah. that. Yeah. Did you guys, I don't know why this made me think of it, but in your yearbooks, and I wonder, you know, the, the company that made our yearbooks and our class rings was Jostens, and I'm I sure. feel like yeah, they, they really cornered the market. Shit. Yes, I feel like they're the only yearbook game in town. And in our <laughs> yearbooks, there was always a little, like, I don't know how many page, six-page section in the middle, which is, like, stuff going on around the time. You, and it was, like, very generic, just news. You guys had that, too? Yeah, yes. yeah. So everyone has that. I don't... Right, I, I and it was, remember. like... 
Snickers launched a peanut butter bar. And, you know, it's like, why <laughs> yeah. is this in here? Oh, probably because Snickers paid for it. Right. Because I'm remembering it's something nice to about look back and see. I mean, you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, when I was a junior, Snickers came out with the new bar. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Kind of have that slice of time. Yeah. Pe- I got my first clear. hand job and I had my first peanut butter Snickers. <laughs> I'm lying. That was senior senior year. (laughs) Um, Something that I'm passionate about, and I feel that we were talking about passion earlier, um, is Embark DNA. Uh, It's a DNA test for your dog. Wow. And they can identify over. Look, and we're seeing Chooch right now. Jackie did. Got uh, Chooch's DNA tested through embark i had wendy's dna tested they can identify over 350 breeds types and varieties and screen for over 175 genetic health conditions to help your vet provide the best medical care for your dog i think that's i'm fairly certain that's like the most comprehensive of all the dog dna test kits out there so it's great um with chooch jackie didn't know exactly what breeds chooch was but now she knows with more specificity than any other test that she had done with me i knew that wendy was cavalier and that was confirmed however it also screened her for some um diseases that cavaliers are prone to and now i know that she's clear for those which is super nice and also i have now been connected with people who own relatives of wendy um and so i've been able to like contact them if they opt in uh and communicate and that's been really fun and i know jackie you found chooch's aunt is that right oh, wow yeah. she has an aunt in palo alto she has a cousin somewhere <laughs> i mean i've been messaging them they're not messaging me back but i'm gonna keep what? trying yeah I yeah know. um oh what is the name paddington is wendy's relative that's the name of the dog and the guy I was communicating with him. And then we took it to email from the embark like messaging. And then he didn't respond after he promised he would send me photos. He didn't respond. Do you think what anybody is up with that? Do you think anybody will ever hook up over embark? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. <for> sure. <laughs> Both dogs and people. Dog people love each other. I mean, you know, yeah. From breed traits to genetic risk factors for health conditions, Embark provides the resources to help you and your vet tailor care to your dog's specific needs. Embark was developed by PhDs and veterinarians and is the number one trusted source for breed detection and accuracy. Plus, every dog that gets tested helps contribute to their research into discovering and treating new genetic diseases in dogs to extend the life of all dogs. This summer, Embark has a limited time offer just for our listeners Tony, you should do this for Moose. Mm-hmm. Go to EmbarkVet.com now and use promo code BESTFRIEND to get $50 off your dog, breed, and health kit. Visit EmbarkVet.com and use promo code BESTFRIEND to get $50 off today. EmbarkVet.com and use promo code BESTFRIEND. And I also want to tell you guys about something that makes a really great Father's Day gift. It's StoryWorth. Every time I've mentioned StoryWorth on the show, people let me know that they gave this to someone close to them and it made for an amazing gift. And so what StoryWorth is, it's this service, you, you give it to someone um, and they are prompted with story prompts, uh, questions about their life. And so they, you know, it'll be like, I gave it to my dad. And I thought that I had heard every single detail about my dad's life because growing up, I heard a lot about my dad's life. But via StoryWorth, I found out all sorts of things I hadn't previously known about him. And so it's questions like, you know, what was your first job? What was it like learning to drive? All these things that that you might not think of. Um, And then he responds to the prompts. And then at the end of the year, all the stories are collected and put together in a hardbound book. And it just makes for a really great 
uh, a really great gift, a really great keepsake to have. Storyworth is a fun and meaningful way to engage with family, especially with relatives you might not get to see often. The online service helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's the gift of spending time together wherever you live. And so every week they're mailed a different story prompt. Um, Give your dad the most meaningful gift this year with StoryWorth. Get started right away without the need for shipping by going to storyworth.com slash best friend. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash best friend, storyworth.com slash best friend for $10 off. Okay. So let's now shift gears to another heavy topic, but then we're going to do some light topics. <laughs> um, you guys were saying, we were talking about how, uh, with the news cycle, you can kind of only keep one thing in your head at a time, mm. be that Black Lives Matter or Bill and Ted. Um, but where are you, all of you with COVID and lockdown and concerns about that? And like, what do your lives look like now? Uh, I mean, it's definitely in the back of my mind still. It is easier to forget, though, right now. Uh like I found myself last night taking moose on a walk and then like halfway through the walk, I was like, I'm not wearing my mask. Mm-hmm. I just like totally spaced on it. It's the first time I've done that. Um, and uh, yeah, I, it's, I did read yesterday that apparently it's already like huge spike in numbers apparently. Uh, mm-hmm. So it is a concern. And I mean, while these protests are definitely worthwhile and I did go to two this weekend, uh, uh, yeah, it just it felt important to be there, but it is a little bit uh, concerning. Are you seeing I the I see a lot of people wearing masks. Are you noticing distancing, or is everyone smushed up against each other? Um, it's 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 a little distanced. It's I wouldn't say they're being like super thorough about it, but right. uh, okay, I think with it generally. Um. And everyone in a mask. I can't think of a single person that I didn't see in a mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've noticed some people being kind of cavalier with masks lately. I've uh, I've started my like big outdoor jaunt every day is I've started doing one of those running apps, one of those couch to five oh. k apps. Um, and so yeah, I'll go to like I'll like pick a new park to do the run in, and yeah, definitely I'm I'm surprised at how much masklessness there is. There was like a little like workout bro circle uh, at the park today. I'll be like these four bros who looked like they would be like a gang in an '80s movie, kind of like they would be, you know, trying to to sell drugs to the Ninja Turtles or something like that. Um, we're all kind of like working out near each other with no mask. And, uh, and I said something and, oh, I got the wedgie of a lifetime. Uh, no, <laughs> I did not say anything. Uh, but yeah, I'm, 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 noticing, I'm noticing a little bit of masklessness and it, it makes mm-hmm. me feel kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, but I know the the like narrative seems to be like, it's almost over, but... Um, I'm really confused. I'm confused about how I don't about how to conduct my life right now. Like sure. I'm still locked down, but we do have our nanny back. Um, I guess that's really the only difference. But like Elliot's preschool is opening up in July. We're not going to send him. A lot of the parents in his class aren't sending their kids. I don't blame you. But I oh oh but but I I took Elliot to a dentist appointment. Um, I took Owen to a pediatrician appointment. Uh, 
And I sort of felt like, well, whatever happens, happens. Like I didn't have this anxiety about it. Um, but I mean like the dentist, cause he sat in my lap while we were at the dentist. I mean, she was like, she was wearing two masks and a face shield, but at the same time, like she was, I, you know, like that's the closest to a person who's not my relative I've been in a really long time. Mm-hmm. And I did, I just kind of feel like, uh, I, I don't know. I'm all over the place with it. What about you, Jackie? Um, so I've been doing a lot of reading about this and a lot of thinking about it because, um, you know, I just got engaged and, um, my fiance is his first, (laughs) this is his first marriage, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, and his family wants to celebrate and we've been doing a lot of talks about what that looks like and what that will look like a year from now. And, right. And here's what I have concluded. This is not going away. This is not going to go away ever. Mm. Um, much like other infectious diseases and viruses that exist in this world, this will always exist in our world. Um, they will find. They will have a vaccine. It will take at least a year, maybe two, um, and then getting it and distributing it among everyone will take another very long time. And there will also be people who will not take the vaccine right. for whatever reason, you know, um, or it, they never. It never gets to them. So this will always exist. Um, it's now. A, a, we have to move on with our lives to the best that we can and to the best that we are comfortable with. So now we have to just decide as the world is opening back up, every time we leave our house and interact with another person, we are risking our health. And that is something that we all have, like you were saying at the dentist, like that's the way the world is now. And it's mm-hmm. going to come down to how often do you want to do that? And, you know, it's going to affect everything, but that's the way it is. It's not going to go away. It's not. Right. Um, so it's got, to, it's eventually we have to move on with our lives to a, you know, to a certain extent. Um, and what, what does that mean? And, and like, oh, I'm not going to go anywhere, uh, for two years. Great. But I don't know how long term that is going to work mm-hmm. for you in your life. Like, I don't know, but, but it's not going to go away. It's not right. Like I know people who, whose attitude is, I don't like the goal is to take zero risks and I don't know. I don't, that's like not sustainable anymore. Well, no, I mean, unless you never leave your house again and and you can do that, but um, it depends on your lifestyle and your job and your friends Mm. and whatever, you know? Right. But then like I saw a friend of mine went away for the weekend with a group of friends and posted about it on Instagram and they're all like with their arms around each other, no mask. Unless it was an old photo she was posting. I think it was but, new, though. And I'm like, what, but, what's going on? What, what's the deal in L.A. slash California? Like, I keep reading everything's opening back up. Are you supposed to still shelter in place? I think it's done, right? Or no? You know, I don't know the answer to that. I, I feel like... It's confusing, yeah. I don't Unclear. think they've ever said anything <clears throat> about... Though, you know what? I think what they said... <clears throat> clearly, I don't really... I'm talking out of my ass. I have done some reading, though. I think they say continue to take precautions, continue to socially distance. However, certain, you know, gyms, barbershops, restaurants can reopen. And so that is confusing because they're saying they're like, it doesn't mean throw all caution to the wind, like continue to take precautions. So it's like, I'm not, am I going to go to a restaurant? The answer is no, but go to a restaurant, but still not see my parents. I still haven't seen my parents this whole time. 
I don't yeah, know. That's, I think yeah, you're cool so. to see your parents. I don't know. Call me crazy. I just no. I think I would I'm be saying. too. We yeah. have to move. We have to move on to an extent in, in certain ways. And like I said, it's just every time you decide who to interact with, you are taking a risk, and it's up to you and each person to decide how many risks you want to take slash what risks. Right. Um, I know. And, and that you know. Yeah. And it's so tough. It's so tough to like you know be a conscientious, cautious person and be like, well. You know, should I go to Target today? I need stuff, but maybe I don't need to go quite yet. It, you know, I can wait. And then, you know, you just see the like fucking Vegas pool parties on Twitter and you're right. like, well, yeah. that's the problem. That's the, you know, there's people smoking through their masks at the Caesars <laughs> Palace pool. And, you know, um, so, yeah, it, it, it's it's tough to like be kind of like conscientious in our little tiny liberal person ways mm-hmm. and then just to know that there's like ATV parties you know and stuff like that and uh, you know coughing contests going on places <laughs> Jackie that's what um, I miss the most is the coughing the contest. coughing contest I mean I, I can handle the lack of personal connection I can handle <laughs> not going to a movie theater but ugh would love to go to one of my coughing contests. Right about <laughs> well, I mean, like, you're you're really good at it too. So thank you. No, I mean, you're I'm the cough champion, right? Didn't you win the cough trophy? I second place last year, and people said 2020 was my year, and I I guess guess we won't know because uh, fucking Uncle Sam. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is the, I don't know what, what do you my win? ironic perspective is in that? Huh? What's the what do you win? What's the trophy? Is it like a golden loogie? <laughs> it's uh you get to uh you get five minutes alone in a closet with the ricola guy <laughs> <laughs> you can do whatever you want to he is very open-minded you can touch and the alpen any horn flavor, right huh? any flavor he has oh yeah you can get yellow or pink <laughs> are there more flavors i don't know either. jordan when we last talked you shared that your doctor had recommended that you cut back on carbohydrates yes and you had had an illicit bite of pita, which was like the best mm-hmm. bite of food you'd had. How's all that going? Oh, I mean, it's, it's fucking terrible. Carbs are so good. <laughs> They're so good. Uh, I was looking around a, a delivery app for some like delivery to get for dinner tonight. And like, you know, Mediterranean's pretty safe. Mediterranean's a pretty safe, you know, they say to do the Mediterranean diet. And I was like scrolling to the, their things and I scrolled by some fries and went, this is the noise I made. <laughs> I just looking at fries made me like just die a little death and squeak like a mouse caught in a glue trap. It was like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I, I'm, I feel at once great and terrible. I think I'm, I, I do kind of notice a change in my health and my energy and my weight and stuff like that. So it's all really, really good, but definitely just like, they're just, there, there are these times when I'm just like, I just want to eat a bag of chips. Why am I not eating a bag of chips? You know, and it's <laughs> it, it, it's weird. So, uh, it's, are you allowed to eat sweet potato fries? Because I know sweet potatoes have this weird loophole where a lot of times you're allowed do? to eat those. Boy, I cannot get a clear. I cannot get a clear. And that's another kind of frustrating thing. If I mean, like, I've 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 been really bad with my nutrition throughout my life, and I definitely have not been conscientious of what I eat. And, um, um, so, you know, I'm just kind of doing that for the first time. And it's, you know how, like when you, when we were kids, like the best thing you could do was drink a glass of orange juice. Like that was Mm. the thing you did every day. If you were healthy, you would drink an orange juice. And now it's like, oh yeah, that's like eating a Big Mac, you know, 
So I'm, I'm finding so, so many, much sugar. Yeah. And I think that is like, it is like actually very bad, but I'm finding a lot of those things where I'm like, you know, uh, you know, it'll just be like, uh, uh you know, uh, rice, that's good. No, never. Don't. Why would you eat rice? It's poison. You know? And there's just, like, I, I had a, I had a talk with a nutritionist and I'm like, I think I've got this pretty good. And I'm like, and she's like, okay, so when you cook, what do you cook with? I'm like, oh, I only cook with olive oil. And she's like, yeah, you don't really need oil to cook. And I'm like, fuck what? I thought it was olive oil. I thought olive oil was what I was supposed to say. What? Just do it in a dry pan? What, you know? I feel like that, that was a trick question from her. That no, yeah, I know. She's right, exactly. She said, what do you? I should have said nothing. I just throw it in a fucking dry pan. Uh, <laughs> And I'm like, because, yeah, I feel like no matter how good I'm doing at this, I'm still fucking it up in somebody's eyes. I guess all that matters is that it works eventually. But, mm-hmm. like, there is someone who thinks I'm a, like, piece of shit because I'm using olive oil. Anyway. Well, fuck them. Yeah. In, in this case, you're nutritious. I'm maybe I being guess. a little too self-conscious <laughs> with this, I realize. Um, so you're, what you're doing, though, is just cutting out carbs? Or are you also, like, <clears throat> counting calories? Or are you also doing anything else? Yeah, I mean, I think I yeah, just it, it's a it's a very general, gentle <laughs> try and eat good. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I've not turned to like weighing my portions or anything like that yet. But um, I could I could I could get there. And sweet potatoes is one I haven't really been able to figure out, uh, Jackie. Uh, I feel like I I read some things that say that they're great for this kind of diet, and some things say they're terrible. So. Yeah, yeah, like what's up with this nightshades thing? Yes, exactly. I'm like I don't I'm, like it. Yeah. I don't like it at all, but you can have sweet potatoes, but you can't have white potatoes. Right. So yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'm confused. So. I'm in the same boat. I'm, I'm messing with, I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't announced this on my show yet either. Ooh, J- Tony. <laughs> Tony Thaxton. This is an exclusive. Um, so I was, I, Allison knows this cause I've texted with her about thyroid stuff. I was having all these thyroid problems and I finally did like a full thyroid panel and I have Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune disease. And I didn't know that. So now I'm like, Oh, I, I need to control it. And apparently diet has a lot to do with it. And you literally can't eat anything. Um, <laughs> so I'm having a real crisis cause I already don't eat anything. So yeah. I'm really worried about food and what to eat and, um, yeah, I'm reading conflicting things like Jordan was saying. I'm I'm reading I'm reading like you can't have beans. Beans will kill you. Beans, oh, beans yes, exactly. I, I thought know. I I know. I I can't get a I can't get a straight answer on beans either. I, what did your nutritionist <laughs> say about beans? My nutritionist was big on beans. She's she she was she's she was pushing me towards veganism. Um, you yeah. know, which is That's like what Jackie is. A big yeah. a big step for a for a, a guy like me. Um, uh, who is uh not. Um so yeah, she was big on like just start replacing the meat with beans gradually until you're just eating beans. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know that uh, I can. That your toilet can handle that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm concerned about my plumbing. I live in an older building. Uh, you know, it's a beautiful building from the 30s. But yes, I don't think an all bean diet would help. So yeah, I, I'm 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 working it out. Thank you. <laughs> the TV one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if beans are good or bad. But, I don't either. Um, I think I'm going to go. I'm already dairy free and meat free. I think I'm going to go gluten free and soy free. So that's cutting a wow. lot of my food out. So and what are you we'll going to eat? How I make it. I don't know. I don't nut know. butter. Well, you could still have nut butter, right? Well, I don't know. I was reading some things that said no nuts, right? Mm. No nuts, no beans, no grains. And I couldn't 
stay vegan if that was true. I literally wouldn't be able to eat anything, but I right. really, really, really don't want to not be vegan. I've been vegan 10 years. It's very important to me. So I'm going to do everything I possibly can to stay vegan. So I don't know. It depends on how deep into it I get. I'm going to try really strict, no gluten and cutting soy out and we'll see what happens from there. But I feel like trash. So like anything that's going to make me feel better. So have you, you feel like trash. Okay. Cause before when initially when you discovered that you were hypothyroid, you didn't have any symptoms, right? Well, I've been really tired. I've been really Mm. tired. Um, and I really honestly feel like, um, it all started around when my marriage ended. And so that's why I was like, Oh, I'm just like, my adrenals are fatigued or whatever. Right. But I'm reading that like, you can have a Hashimoto's in your DNA and it, a traumatic thing can kind of awaken it. So oh, that's like, so oh, interesting. Maybe I, one more thing to add to the, you know, right. it all. But um, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I feel like trash. And I, now that I know what I have, I feel even worse, which is, you know, mental, I'm sure. But I am really curious um, to get this under control. For sure. Have have they put you on medication? No, because I haven't, because I, I'm... I'm thin and normally when people have hypothyroid, they have a weight issue. And so Mm -hmm. he's like, I don't want to put you on medicine because you're not, you could lose weight and I don't have any weight to lose. Oh, interesting. He wants me to see a specialist, which I can't do until I'm back in LA. Right. Yeah. That's so interesting. I know. No beans, no sweet potatoes. What's happening? I don't know. (laughs) So before I saw this nutritionist, she had me like do a little food journal and send it over Mm -hmm. to her. So I did a food. I was pretty like proud of that particular week. I like, I'm like, hey, this is, this is pretty good. You know, a lot of, you know, a lot of veggies, uh, not a lot of carbs. And I sent it over and we're doing this over Zoom and, and and she just, she's like, okay, I'm going to take a look at your food journal. And she just looks at it. She just takes a deep breath and she's like, you really like cheese, don't you? <laughs> and like, like it's like like I was like a like a, a an orphan who uh, who had black lung or something. She was like, "Aw, you can't you have, you depend on cheese. You apparently you can't live without any yeah." So and uh, yeah, and I think uh, hence the hence the uh, push toward veganism. Cheese but is do- really hard to give up. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, do you so really good. like cheese? I do like cheese, and that was kind of my like <laughs> responsible snack that I was having for myself mm. um, because yeah, I read it, somewhere that that's it good. Is keto, you know? Yeah, exactly. So you can have a little string cheese or one of those little um, Tillamook squares. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have not been having those, but yeah, the, yeah. the little Tillamook squares. Wow. I'm like, oh, you know, so like you know, at two p.m. between meals when I get headachy and mad, like have a little cheese square and it had kind of been working but um apparently um i'm killing myself with cheese and olive oil <laughs> and Tony, what, what kind of cheese did you say oh i when he said little cheese i thought he was referring to those baby bells me too yeah, those are fun the little goudas mm-hmm. i don't like those oh, they're fu- I, I, they're fun high fun but factor. i don't think they taste good yeah i don't remember them being particularly good no I don't like them. Daniel does, but he's not here, so he doesn't get a vote. Um, wow. When you're feeling tired in the afternoon, Jordan, <laughs> yes. you know what you need to do? You need, well, I don't know. This is really what you need to do, but it's what I would do. I would take a quick little nap, and I would do it in luxury on my Brooklyn and sheets. I know that Jackie has these as well. We've talked about them. Jackie and I are like very simpatico with people love these. People love these sheets. I've heard that these Brooklyn are great sheets. Stand. 
I ordered I some towels too. recently too. Oh, you have their towels? Yeah, got some towels. I don't have the towels yet. Yeah, so it used to be that they only made the best sheets in the whole world. They're the only sheets I'll put on my bed. Uh, as Jackie pointed out to me, which I can't believe I had them for years and didn't even notice, on the fitted sheet, it's, they, have a little, they have little tags that's like very small that say long and short. So you're not confused when trying to put them on your bed. That's they think of everything. It's so thoughtful. Yeah. And they hold up really well and they're just really comfortable and really high quality. But now they've come out with all sorts of little things, uh, other little things to turn, to make your life more comfortable. They have towels that turn your bathroom into a spa, loungewear that turns, uh, function into luxury bedding that turns your bed into a retreat. They're the internet's favorite sheets. Um, <clears throat> they have over 50,000 plus five-star reviews and counting. Uh, and they cut out the middleman, sell directly to you. Towels, shower curtains, loungewear, silk eye masks, robes, furniture, art, and totes. I need some B- Brooklyn and art and totes. Brooklyn.com is the perfect place to start making small changes that make big differences. Brooklyn is so confident in their product that all their sheets, comforters, loungewear, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. Go on, make yourself comfortable. Get 10% off your first order and free shipping when you use promo code BESTFRIEND only at Brooklyn.com. Brooklyn and everything you need to live your most comfortable life. So again, that's Brooklyn.com, B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code best friend. I also want to tell you about Madison Reed hair color at home. Um, I knew about them before they became sponsors on the podcast because I had been reading up on doing your hair at home. And I read this recent article that was like, here's the best hair color, you know, for home. And they recommended Madison Reed. And now here they are. I like when that works out. Take coloring your hair at home to the next level with Madison Reed. You deserve gorgeous professional hair color delivered to your door starting at $22. Also frequent Thursday show guest uh, Renee Colvert said that this just revolutionized her doing her hair at home because it for her it did it doesn't Unlike the the stuff out of the box that she was using before that would turn brassy, this doesn't. For decades, women have had two options, outdated at-home color or the time and expense of a traditional salon. Many Madison Reed clients comment on how their new hair color has improved their lives. Gorgeous, shiny, multidimensional, healthy-looking hair. This is game-changing color you can do at home and look as if you came from the salon. And there's a, a quiz you take to match your color. I am a 4C, Vernazza Dark Brown. I'm doing the Root Reboot, um, which is a demi-permanent, but they also have permanent. And then I'm also going to do a gloss because I deserve gloss. Uh... Madison Reed color is unique in that it's crafted by master colorists who blend nuances of light, dark, cool, and warm tones to create over 55 gorgeous multidimensional shades. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Listeners get 10% off plus free shipping on their first color kit with code Allison. That's code Allison, madison-reed.com. And the Patreon viewers... I think my head was turned, but I think they got quite a show from Jackie. Just oh now. yeah, it was great. <laughs> there was a lot of props. Jackie's, uh, yeah, Jackie's exclusively for Patreon uh, capering is 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 uh, a really high quality. I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> Isn't this cool? This is is like that a, an LED uh, candle? I guess. Yeah, but look at the flicker. I know it. Fl- nice. It flickers and Does it, it doesn't scent? burn you. Ah, no scent. Um, I got to figure out where they got this. This is nice. Jordan, are you, it was you that was purchasing Target scents, right? 
Oh yeah, I'm a big fan of the uh, Everspring line. Uh, yeah, no, I I I, uh, I I love those products. My my target is 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 closed. It was, uh, you know, I think it uh, it, it had a tough time during the uh, during the protests. Protest. So uh, Target is offline for a while, but as soon as it's ready, I'll be back in there um, purchasing some fine Everspring products. That is the most um, humorously euphemistic statement. It had a hard time during the protest. It had a hard time, yes. <laughs> is it going to pull through? I, I, Target's going to be just fine. Okay. I am not worried about the Target organization or the city Target on La Cienega, which I love to go to. Uh, yeah, Target's fine. Excellent. Um, you know what? If you like what you're hearing... Please leave us a comment on iTunes. Um, you you know it now as Apple Podcasts, but I think still think of it as iTunes, even though they've officially changed their name. And I would like to thank the people who have left recent reviews. Ty in NoCal, Kevin Snare, or is that? Yeah, it's Snare. Um, cannot See and Baby Blues Blind, thank you for your nice comments. Um, apple.co slash Allison Rosen is a quick way to get there. Just, you know, search in Apple podcasts and rate. What are the three things? Click rate review, download rate review, subscribe rate review. That sounds right. I should just get it tattooed on the meat of my hand. <laughs> you were, uh, if you were time, serious about podcasting, you would get, I a, know subscribe. We all have ours. Yeah, <laughs> that's, right. <laughs> that's right. I'm the only yeah. one who doesn't have mine. Yeah. Subscribe, rate, review. Um, I would also like to welcome the new Patreon subscribers, Anna, maybe Anna, I'm going to go with Anna, Jay, Sydney, Paige, Natalie. Um, hello, and welcome to my Patreon. Okay, you guys, should we do... Okay, we have a choice. The road is about to fork. Mm. I... Uh, just me or everyone, or my signature segment that I can never remember the name of, <laughs> Yes, Please, or Oh, Please. I kind of want to do Just Me or Everyone. Let's but do I it. I want to decide for everyone. Yeah. No, you, you spoke first, so we'll do it. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? I just, <laughs> I just saw Jackie's foot being attacked by a pelican. <laughs> I think it's a seagull. I think it's a seagull. It's a beach Thank house. you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Makes sense. <laughs> um, right. Because pelicans you would not find near the beach. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> I, know. I, ad- I admit when I'm wrong <laughs> and I'm here to learn. Right. Okay. We're all just here to listen, to learn. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. All right. Chode to Joy says, there's a 90% chance that I will read a weather forecast, then open a door or window to check for myself. I'm a climate change believer and a weather prediction denier. That's not me. I read it and I don't need, I don't, I'm just a lazy person. So I trust my phone. Yeah. I just assume it's true too. Siri is wrong constantly, constantly. I never use Siri. I never think to use it. Well, I just mean I call my phone Siri, but the weather app is always wrong. No offense. I don't know how, I don't know who they get to do it, but it is, it's always wrong. So I always go outside myself. That is a real just me or everyone that you refer to the entirety of your phone as Siri. Yeah. I just refer, I I just call Siri Siri and I like, I didn't have Siri enabled for years and I only recently enabled it. I just assume that every app is run by a little 
um, a little tiny elf named Siri inside my phone. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I, um, I am, am maybe a, a, a little bit uh, uh, unusual in that I still watch the, the, the local news pretty oh, regularly. Wow. I'll turn on, like, when I wake up while I'm, like, doing shit, I will turn on just, like, CBS local news. And I always make, I always kind of, like, that's my first glimpse of the weather that day. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I will always see their weather report and go, like, <laughs> probably bullshit and check my phone just because like the old joke about weather people is that they're always wrong and that joke is so like ingrained in my head that i always like second guess them and want to the second opinion on the weather and who's usually right oh you know that's a good question i don't think i've i bet they usually i mean la weather is so like (laughs) you know it's so hard to fuck up i think they're usually simpatico um when I lived in New York, and I don't know if you guys knew that I lived there, I don't mention it very often, uh, I used to always watch either New York One, which did weather all the time, weather on the ones, or I would just park it on the Weather Channel for some reason. And it was like, it was almost like a screensaver. I just liked to have the Weather Channel on, and I would never watch it though. It was just sort of noise in the background. Oh, interesting. Yeah, maybe that. I was, feel that I'm alone in that. Yeah, I, mean, I think that, I mean, that's that was the the that's what a lot of people use the Weather Channel for. It's just kind of like yes. soothing background white noise. But now there's so many sources of like soothing mm-hmm. background white noise that maybe maybe people don't need the Weather Channel like that anymore. Right. Um, okay, Maria says I can't help but start every email with so, but then always go back and delete it before I actually send the email. No, I don't do that. I do a pass where I take out some exclamation points, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guilty of the exclamation points a lot. Yeah. And it's always like, okay, there's four short statements in this email, and three of them are going to get an exclamation point. So which one doesn't need it the most? Because I've got (laughs) to end on the exclamation. You got to. And so is it like, hope you are well? Does that one just get a period? Or, you know. tough but you don't want to sound Um, sarcastic what if they think you hope they're not well you know right that's the right do you guys do a hey or hi exclamation point or comma do you open with an exclamation point yeah if i know the person well i'll be like hey allison yeah it's just friendly sure (laughs) um okay Jonathan Pierce says, my handwriting with some letters of the alphabet is a complete crapshoot as to whether it will be legible or not. I struggle with Y, K, and F. It's like my hand forgets that it's writing those letters. I have, so some of the Patreon levels, or just one really actually, um, there's like notes and handwriting involved and I always feel like I look like I'm either drunk or like I just learned how to write. And anytime I sign my name, it's, there's not really consistency. It changes from signature to signature. It's very weird. I think we're I guess all, I just don't write enough. I think we're all, yeah, we're all guilty of that. I think, I think none of us have good handwriting anymore because how often is anybody even writing? Right. Yeah. When I write, even if it's like a sentence, my hand hurts. I'm like, ah, oh yeah, same. <laughs> same. I know when when we write the the five checks a year that we have to write. <laughs> Why my this ther- is taking? It takes an hour. <laughs> my therapist wanted me to start journaling more, and mm. so I've been trying to do that. But yeah, I can't do it for very long. She told me like 
She's like, set a timer even and don't let yourself do it for more than 30 minutes. And I'm like, 30 minutes? Yeah, <laughs> geez, what kind of psycho wants to journal? <laughs> Who wants to but look also- inside themselves for that long? <laughs> but also, I think it would be frustrating because the thoughts are probably coming faster than my hand can write them. Yeah, mm. that, and I find that I even, I think a step further than this is I get to where I'll be in the middle of a word and I'll skip letters. Like I'll find myself like jumping ahead letters. And uh, so that that's a new one I'd never noticed before. Mm-hmm. And have you gone back and read it and you're like, I can't understand any of this shit because it's so <laughs> scratchy. That's how mine is. I, I journaled at one point and I was like, I can't even read this. Yeah, I, I kind of write, I don't, I don't know. That's actually a good question if, if that really matters or not if you can because i don't if i don't really go back and read it mm, i don't so it's just about getting it on the page yeah that's what i thought but maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong i kept a diary when i was a kid and that was really like my handwriting was very round and pretty and i would use like lavender ballpoint pens and i, I think i had a lot of pride in my pens and my penmanship well they teach it in, or they did teach it in school so it was a thing we all had pride in probably yeah. Do they still teach it? You, not you guys. Are uh, no, I ask. think uh, I kids no all clue. take TikTok classes, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> they learn. They don't have uh, health class. They have sexting class. <laughs> <laughs> How to get the perfect angle on your junk uh, yeah. when you spend <laughs> <laughs> <Lighting> your junk. <laughs> Filters for your junk. Yeah. <laughs> um. You okay. know, they don't have woodshop. They have Fortnite. <laughs> I don't know who I'm mad at. <laughs> Just the idea of someone making like, those jokes. I feel a little bit like Dennis Miller has joined the show. Yeah. Hey, babe. Uh. <laughs> I think it's more Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm not taking Woodshop, but I'm uh, going to Fortnite class with uh, Gilgamesh. <laughs> Gilgamesh. <laughs> Okay. Susan Hilton says, just me or everyone, drives me crazy when a person who is funny is described as hysterical instead of hilarious. You know, I never thought about it. I would have to know why it's... So I guess it doesn't drive me crazy, but is she saying that it's like because it comes from the word for a woman's uterus and so it's like anti-woman? I don't know. Maybe Maybe not. If you're hysterical, it means you need to be calmed down, right? Right. So is that not a way... Is that not not the right word? That's not what you mean. If you're like, he's hysterical, you don't mean he needs to be calmed down. You mean he's funny. Right. But isn't that a way that you can use the word or are we all using it wrong? Yeah, it is weird that I think I think maybe the the probably it it got there because someone would say like, oh, I I was hysterical, you know, laughing to hysterics from that comedian. And I think it probably just at some point shortened to they're hysterical. Right. They make me hysterical. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. But uh, yeah, that is uh, that is weird now that I think about it. Uh, Miriam Webster defines it both ways. They do say the the third the third definition is very funny. Hmm. What is it? Just kidding. That. <laughs> I okay. want to do a just me or everyone. Yes, please. I love, okay. I love it. This is something that I've been thinking about and I've wanted to bring up on this show next time a just me or everyone segment came up. Oh, perfect. Um, and I, I haven't really put it into words yet. So just bear with me. So okay. if, if this happens to anyone else, I'd love to know. This only applies to people who live with other people. 
Jordan, I don't know if your living situation. Just cat over there. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so sometimes I get out of the shower and I notice that there's only one towel in there. So I'm assuming like maybe I forgot to put my towel back or I put it in the laundry room. So I'm like, I don't know where this towel has been, right? It could be my towel that all my dirty germs are on, but it could also be my fiance's towel. And I'm like, he might have rubbed his butt or balls on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then I... So then I make the strategic decision of where to wipe my face on the towel based on it might be used. So mm. I decide, like, what's probably the cleanest part of the towel? What have balls not been on? <laughs> right. Always and then concerned. I rub my face on the towel. Does anyone else do this? Is this anyone else's thoughts? I will say I have had that thought even living alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I really kind have. Of avoid what your own balls? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, because it's, it's kind of, when you think about it, it is a little, it is a little weird. Yeah, once in a while, you know, a fella's got to be rough on a towel. A fella's got to push a towel to its limits. Um, And you're like, yeah, did I do that yesterday? Or when was the last time that I really made a towel work for it? Right. Okay, this is fascinating. Allison, what are your thoughts? Question. Now, when you talk about making a towel work for it, are you talking about using the towel for... Very natural, but illicit activities? Or are you talking about just drying balls that are clean, fresh from the shower? Yeah, I mean, I think I think that, you know, kind of Which what... one or two? What, you know, there's the, the typical toweling off that we do, you know, out of the shower. And I think if you're yeah. living with someone, like, you doing that after they've done that probably isn't a huge deal. Maybe not the most sanitary thing in the world, but not, you know, not... But I just feel like once once in a while, I really have to, like push the towel to its limits get 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 all up get all up under in around oh. <laughs> just really make sure everything's dry oh use a hair dryer oh i don't have a hair dryer oh <laughs> jackie's face i know okay so when i was pregnant i took and i don't know why maybe it was just because it was just too hard to work a towel to its limits or whatever but i was just like the easiest way to get dry down there uh and also when i was pregnant was when i <clears throat> began re-sporting a full bush which hadn't seen in forever this is too much information for you guys but it's out there already i was just like tending this tending this is too difficult um so yeah i would just use a blow dryer oh you know on low but okay jordan given the texture of your hair i can understand why you don't have a blow dryer because Yes. I can just understand, but I'm just saying you could you could dry your balls with a blow dryer. Um okay, so right. my thoughts on this are Daniel and I have a a long towel rack and his towels are on the right side and my towels are on the left side and that is how we know. And we never like occasionally the middle towels it'll be like, "Oh, whose is that?" But for the most part we haven't really had this problem. I have a um hand and face towel that I use for drying off my face but so I guess I haven't had that thought now I will but here's my question which is the part of the towel that would be least likely to have touched balls the edges well this is what I want to know so there's two guys here I would love your insight because I would I need this help I can't help. Personally, I'm a fucking wild card. Just, yeah. I, just yeah. I just use the fucking towel. Assume, like. assume <laughs> all parts of the towel have been on balls. You yeah. need some assume kind of like that 
that tablet that they would give us in grade school that you eat that shows where your plaque is, you need to put some kind of like marker on your balls right. Yeah. Right. that like goes right. on the towel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I'm not, it's not really, balls aren't really a problem because like you said, if they are clean, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's when you work the towel to its limits. That's more (laughs) like, just for like the pink eye reasons, you know. Right. Yeah. Now more than ever, it's a concern. I mean, you could do something like have different color towels. Yeah. I mean, I think it's specifically been happening more here because Mm. of like travel and whatnot, but. um, Right. But this is just one of those things. Sometimes you get a shower and I'm like, well, there's only one towel. It's probably not mine. Jesus, take the wheel. Sure. To my face it goes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I was curious to. if anyone else experienced this. Tony says he experiences it just with himself. Yeah. All right. I forgot we were doing Dismere, everyone, and I was just like, this is a fun show, and I just settled, <laughs> we're having a great settled time. in we're yeah, having a great to, time. to listen to you guys be funny. Uh, Karen says, full brain meltdown when I hear the phrase, a whole nother, instead of a whole other. I swear it's been happening exponentially for the last year. I don't have a full meltdown when I hear that, but I do notice it. The one I'm okay that I don't, it. I like it. The one that I don't like is should of. He should have said that. Instead of should have. Mm. I'm fine with all. Nothing bothers me either. I mean, we're all becoming more and more illiterate each day. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay. Did I already do this one? Every time I read a headline about the, and this is a little bit old, but it's come back. Every time I read a headline about the Chrissy Teigen, Allison Roman feud, Mm. read it as Allison Rosen and think, why are they fighting? So Allison Roman is a food writer who has been trending, and I do get her hate tweets a bit. I when the first time I saw that because I am not familiar, I was not familiar with Allison Roman. The first time I like mm-hmm. saw that, my brain said Allison Rosen, and I was very worried for you. And I'm like, oh, oh I don't know a lot about Chrissy Teigen, but I know that is someone you do not want to have clap no. back at you. Wait, here's a question. This is a very navel gazy for me question but in the brief moment where you thought it was me what did you think i had done i thought maybe she was on your show and you said something that her fans that that you said something her fans didn't like that was my i I feel like that's like very plausible yeah i i I, um and i i mean i can't imagine anybody having a bad time on your show it's a very good show and you're a pretty pretty tactful interviewer but uh (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's kind of like the two second journey that I went on until I reread the name. Mm. Uh, let's see. Zanera Park says, I don't feel anywhere near the amount of caffeine boost from iced or cold brew coffee as I do from a hot cup of coffee. Nope. Opposite. Oh, you get more from your cold brew. Yeah. I am just fine with a hot cup of coffee. And then sometimes when I drink cold brew, I feel like I'm on a club drug that I want to be off of. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. Like I am cold brew is so unpredictable for me. It's like edibles or something where I don't, I have to just be so careful with it. Cause I don't know how it's how how jacked up it's going to get me. Cold brew <clears throat> is stronger, right? Can be. I think so. I think it, yeah. I think it is. Yeah. Supposedly, um, but like all yeah. things kind of like the dieting stuff you were talking about earlier. I swear Every that's the problem with the internet. Yeah. Everything you look up, you can find multiple answers for. Because I have read, because mm-hmm. I tried to Google that before, and I found things saying that it is not stronger. So I don't know what's true. Um. Yes, Elliot's dentist. 
This is not about cold brew. This is about <laughs> how you can't trust the internet. Elliot's dentist recommended a fluoride like paste kind of thing that you leave on the teeth for him. And he's only three. And then I talked to my sister and she's like, really? Because, you know, her kid's dentist feels that that's way too young for fluoride. And so now I'm like, well, I guess I should get a second. First of all, I don't even quite know how to get a second opinion on pediatric pediatric dentistry. I guess maybe I just call another dentist or go to another (laughs) dentist. That all seems like a lot of work, but I definitely don't think the internet is going to be able to be any help here. Yeah. The limits of the internet, finding out about fluoride for a three-year-old. Um, and listen, I know a lot of people are going to write in and tell me, um, I would be especially curious to know what you have to think if you are a dentist or have some um, information. But if you're just someone who is on Facebook mom groups, <laughs> I'm on those too. So no, thank you. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, coffee. I know that I was doing French press for a little while and that made me feel like I was doing hard drugs like i couldn't like french press can be very strong oh yeah i think i think you're probably right I, but I mean, very I, fancy yeah i think the thing with iced coffee and cold brew is just that you you drink it faster it's like easier to drink so the caffeine gets into your system quicker um right. i don't know if it inherently has more caffeine but yeah i think anything you kind of drink fast will jack you up quicker than something you sip i haven't had i used to be a, an iced coffee person and i haven't in a really long time Oof, i love it yeah, yeah i don't drink coffee but. You don't? No, I used to. I've been I've been coffee sober for seven years. Wow. Was it what made you what made you kick it? I went I went off everything. Seven seven years ago I was like, I'm gonna have a sober summer and I went off of birth control. I went off of alcohol, weed, coffee. I was like, I just want to be, I was calling it super sober, which is, <laughs> um, and cause I was really bad on coffee. I was drinking Trenta iced coffees from Starbucks. Oof, yeah. Like so bad. Um, and it sucked. It was like three months of headaches and it was a nightmare, but I just can't drink it now. If I drink a sip of it, I'm up for three days. Like, so do you miss it? It sounds like you don't. Oh yeah. No, I love the taste. I love the taste. I love the ritual. I feel extremely left out all the time because you know, my Ben loves coffee. His family loves coffee. Yeah. But it's fine. I this is my choice. Mm. <laughs> it's your journey. Mm-hmm. So not, I don't drink any caffeine. I drink kombucha and I drink herbal tea. That's it. Does kombucha have a waking up aspect? There's a stimulation involved. Yeah, mm. Ooh, I, I, that's a good Jackie drop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have another Jackie drop. We haven't had the opportunity to use it, but I say we just wedge it in anyway. I don't have any issues with an anus ride. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna come in handy. There's a, there's a stimulation involved. Yeah, just mash those yeah. two together. Yeah. yeah. There was something I was going to say. I was just about to say it. What was it? What were we talking about? Coffee. 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 How much? How often? Jackie's anus. French press. Nope. None of this Rubbing your face on a towel that bubbles (laughs) may have been. (laughs) This, that actually made me think what I was going to say. Jackie, your skin always looks amazing, but it looks like extra amazing. Have you been doing skin things? Yes. What have you been? Can you play the gal chat drop, Tony? Gal chat. <laughs> Seagull and foot came back. Um, yes. What have you been doing? Well, listen, I 
was not prepared to be here as long as we ended up being here. So I packed a whole new regimen um, uh, that I was sent because I was like, I'm going to just try all these products. And I hated them. I'm not even mm. going to say the name of the brand because I feel bad. I hated them. So I've been doing a few new things. Um, I just got some products from The Ordinary. Have you heard of The Ordinary? I've heard, but I don't know much about it. I finally just got on the train and I'm doing an azelaic acid um, cream and I Mm. think it is working, yeah. And does it make you peel or anything? No, I haven't had any reactions. I've just been doing, and I do a lot of sunscreen because I am in the sun every single day pretty much. Is azelaic acid like from an, an azalea? You know what? I don't think so. I should know more about it. Um, I just uh, was reading some Facebook stuff and, and bought it. Um, so I can't, I, w- I should be able to tell you more about it. But Your the thing about the ordinary, perfect. the thing about the ordinary is they're very big on ingredients. So they'll tell you every ingredient broken down and the percentage of them, which not most, most skincare companies don't do that. They also have really reasonable prices and they're also known for their really high grade ingredients, especially compared with the price points. I mean, every product is like five to nine dollars. Right. Wow. Um, so yeah. So uh, you know, check out the ordinary. Uh, you can get it Ulta and Sephora, and it's readily available. And they have a ton of stuff. And Do you have a code? Are they one of your sponsors? I don't. I don't okay. have a code. And they're not indie, and they're not black owned, and they're not woman owned. So I don't typically um, shout out big big brands. Yeah. Um, but I did buy this a few weeks ago, and I am liking. The results. I recently found out about the, um, you know, <clears throat> via Instagram story, which is my source of news, found out about the uh, problematic, no, no, you know what? I'm not even, never mind. I'm not even going to go there. Problematic <clears throat> <clears throat> politics of one of the uh, cosmetic brands, <clears throat> excuse me, that I use often. And it has really given me something to think about, but I have not yeah. taken an action yet because I like use it all the time. Um, Oh, yes. Here's my skincare question. And then we're going to bring it to a close. Uh, Okay. So I found Daniel had this um, pump of like 0.65 retinol complex or something from many years ago, but I've been using it. Toss it. No, no, it's dead. The retinol's dead. Oh, so I'm just putting like cream on my face. Yeah, I wouldn't use that. Uh, Shelf stable products, if they've been opened, last about a year. Um, after that, the hmm. ingredients are going to go bad and expire. Um, and so it's doing it ha- nothing. It's, it's probably doing bad. Well, it has yeah. not caused me irritation. That's probably why. Yeah, I would throw it out. I okay. would get you something new, yeah. I will do that then. I'm glad we had this talk. Jordan, uh, any I've, new skincare? Yeah, I mean, what I've been doing is I've been making sure to wash my face with the same towel that I use to dry my balls. So mm-hmm. the balls have a natural enzyme and it yes. um, opens <laughs> up the pores. I'm just about out of fa- skincare poles. So, <laughs> um, you guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah. It's so nice to see everyone. Jackie, I'm glad you're coming back, even though I'm sad your Delaware adventure is coming to a close. I still but it'll be good to have here. you back. Two weeks, two and a half weeks. Time has lost all meaning. So mm-hmm. Truly. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. I already... Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Cameo.com slash Allison Rosen. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Allison Rosen. Uh, listen to Childish. Check me out, AllisonRosen.com, etc. Subscribe, rate, review. Jordan, 
where can we find you? Yeah, I'm uh, at Jordan underscore Morris on Twitter, and uh, I do a podcast called Jordan Jesse Go. It's a weekly goof around chat show with uh, a lot of great guests uh, that comes out uh, every week at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. And Jackie? Jordan, I would like to come on. Yeah, you should come to, uh, yeah, I know. Every, everybody here needs to come on. Tony, you need to come on. Jackie, you need to come on. Allison, you're welcome back. Uh, you're welcome back anytime on. you want to come on. Um, yes, let's, uh, let's all do this. Everybody everybody on Zoom now. Come on, Jordan, just to go soon. Uh, <laughs> Done. We'll just keep this tape going. Everybody. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> let's just roll it in. Who needs Jesse? All right. Uh, <laughs> the crossover event yeah, of the Jesse. century. Yeah, you guys can make uh, Sonic the Hedgehog jokes with me, right? Come on. <laughs> I can grow I'll a bushy beard. Yeah. <laughs> Does he still have the full beard? He must. It's uh, quarantine, I think right? Jesse shaved the beard. I have not. We don't. Oh, because of masks. Yeah, maybe. we don't. Um, we don't zoom our podcast, so I've not seen him in a while. But I think the last I heard, he had uh, he'd, he'd gotten rid of the uh, the mountain man beard. Well, there. I see. I didn't even know. I'm out of out of the loop. Jackie, where can we find you, and what would you like to plug? Oh man. Uh, well, Natch Butte comes out every Thursday. That is the uh, beauty comedy podcast I host. Um, my Instagram is Jackie Michelle Johnson, and uh, you can follow the chooch at Hello, I'm the Chooch, my dog. And um, my Patreon, I'm telling you, we're having so much fun over there. Patreon.com slash Jackie Johnson. I mean, I'm a subscriber. This- this week, I'm going to be doing a quarantine makeup tutorial, meaning the only like seven products I packed. I'm going to do a full <laughs> look with those. Um, and then I'm releasing my tea spill on the podcast industry. And I had all my Patreons send me questions. And we're getting real, honey, because we trust our Patreon subscribers. So we're going to get into some tea. So if that Ooh. sounds exciting, join us at the Patreon, sweetie. And everyone gets that episode. All and, um, and your fiancé has a book out o m g w t f what does the constitution really say something like that yeah yes which <laughs> i just got my copy i'm so excited to learn what the constitution really says um and then tony where might we you know you know the drill i know the drill uh and they probably do too at tony thaxton twitter and instagram my podcast bizarre albums every tuesday this week's episode is eddie murphy um and yeah oh, there's a patreon for that too patreon.com slash bizarre albums Wonderful. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. Oh, stick around because I got to take a screenshot. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we got to go. Yeah, Allison Rosen.